Good evening and welcome to the newly named Tingo Club. Tingo Club, yep. We, uh, we're we not a figment of anyone's imagination. We do exist and we, contrary to reports in the media, we are a podcast and we're very professional at that. Uh, well, I was in this pub in Sheffield uh, and I met, I was with y- yourself and I met this guy called Andrew Womble uh, and I just loved his energy. I loved his energy levels Uh and yeah, you know, th- we thought, well, no, let's start a podcast. Um, but then the problem was he he fucked off and left and <laughs> left us to it, and we've had to financially, uh, well, you've had to financially carry it and uh, and run it since. It- and if you, yeah, and if you've just seen, uh, just seen, if you've heard, uh, Dozy Embossy, it's not Embuzzy. He he corrected uh, Rio Ferdinand and the other chap Embossy. Emboss it. So yeah, I, I just think we're embossed it. Although that's probably from Strictly Come Dancing, where I've got that. <laughs> I think there's more chance of her taking over. Yeah, to I'd, I'd prefer to see it to be honest as well. So um, yeah, so so basically for the well, you you've not seen this video. I've not. You? No, you you're basically telling me something about a video that I didn't even know existed until about um, ten minutes ago, which I think it only went on internet. Uh, not too long ago, world exclusive from uh, Danny Hall, I believe, or some some one of them lot, weren't it? One at one at local media types. About the only exclusive that stars that stars ever got. Um, yeah, so he's done an interview with Rio Ferdinand, some other guy. I think Rio Ferdinand does some podcasting, um, and it's a uh, podcast. Yeah. Who does who does a podcast? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's um, yeah. He basically uh, he firstly exists. He's a real person. Good. Uh, well, so sorry, Bobby Telly. Sorry, <laughs> Telly. And uh, he's yes, confirmed. He, he t- talks. Uh, he, he's deep in talks with. He's uh, confirmed. He's still talking about his real. <laughs> like you've confirmed that he's real. It's slightly, it's slightly worrying because the the you know the the joke I made at the start, which you don't get, was how did you find Rio Ferdinand? Said, so how did it come about? Like Sheffield United, you think he'd say like you know well. Uh, I've had these business negotiations with this guy or this guy. I found this. He basically said, I was in a pub in Sheffield. I met this guy, which was the prince. I had a pint of Guinness and uh, I, I, li- I liked it. Uh, so Fuck. I'm going to buy, uh, I'm gonna buy could, United. Wait, well, wait, firstly, what we're doing in Sheffield? It's like some Nigerian businessman. It's like just happened to be in a pub. Not only just happened to be a pub, Fagans. but the prince <laughs> happened to be there as well. Fagans, like John Egan at bar propping up and uh, he goes... Hey, top of the morning, Prince. See, see that guy in the corner. He he uh, he's in the market for a football club, so he is, and um and then sends him over. They have a bit of an old. Come on, Irish let's hear your Nigerian accent. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I've not, as I, as previously stated, I've not heard this dozy interview. So, um, yeah, I, I can't I can't attempt that just yet. I'll uh, I will do though. Don't don't get me wrong. Everyone's. <laughs> Everyone's in you'll, no have, you'll, doubt. Have a, you'll have a racist uh, voice ready for us <laughs> at the next podcast. Yeah, we'll be cancelled this time next week. Well, he he was very uh, clear in in the interview that he's frustrated about everybody calling him Nigerian, um, African, um, which you've just done. He he's a he's a human being, um, and what? deserves to be tra- treated like one. What? Of course, it's a human. Well, we assume as a human being, it could be like a deep fake thing, couldn't it? You know, you can do all sorts of chat GPT, CGI, like, and CGI. I yeah, just got got um, 
industrial light and magic or whatever involved to create the well you don't even need to do that these days any computer can conjure, conjure up a person so yeah I'm, I'm, i remain to be sold but is he he's saying rio be. ferdinand doesn't exist he's never existed <laughs> well i can't imagine he does a podcast i reckon it's a, a deep fake version of rio ferdinand doing it he's, he's too busy off murking people to do a podcast well it? as some people have already said uh, we, we we'd be murked again but uh, no, it's a, a real interview. He basically confirmed that, um, well, he didn't really confirm anything. He likes drinking. He mentioned drinking a few times. And they like what? Guinness, don't they? Nigeria, apparently, is, uh, Guinness is one of their big drinks. Is it? I've heard. Yeah, apparently. Because mm, right, when they do that map of the world thing of like mm. best-selling beer in each country, now there's always shamefully Carlin. I've never, I've, I must admit, I've never zoomed in on uh, Nigeria. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take a look next time. Yeah, so he likes drinking. Uh, he made his money from uh, tomato puree and rice, I think he said. I didn't really mm. listen to that bit. I've, uh, Rio kept saying, what are your intentions? What are your intentions, Sheffield United football club? Not Betis. <laughs> Betis were there as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what are your intentions? What are you, what you, what you going to do? What are they going to do? And he, he didn't really answer. He, he was very vague, very kind of, yeah. And then there's one bit later on, which is brilliant, and he said, like... Um, what what you know you've kept some of your better players if you do take over what what you're gonna do next and he basically said sign some better players score some more goals and keep some goals out <laughs> you know what he's got my vote if he is a real person I want him in Zach says he's great um because he's got a he liked his zip up he got one of those tops on with like a zip on the side oh yeah yeah, and he said he liked his beard, so he said, get him in, and then wind upstairs by on FIFA. I didn't bother <laughs> listening to any of the rest of it. Well, it's, it's all, it's, that, that's the world today, though, isn't it? It's all based on uh, sort of materialistic, just your front, you know, yeah. not your back, certainly. <laughs> it's just a seat back, you never turn around. <laughs> yeah, prove you are a human being, let's see your arse. He has got a very strange-shaped head. Um, it sort of gets bigger. Have you seen him? You've seen the, the picture. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he's, he's, he is very, yeah, uh, sort of like wedge shaped almost. Good, uh, good, good guy, though. Good guy. I like, I like the look of it. I like the cut of his jib, which obviously is, <laughs> that's, that's just going back to the shape of his face, isn't it? But no, yeah. he, 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 um, you know, he, he comes across as like, from what I know from um, some fake photos of him and that, just a um, bit of a dude. I'm, I'm, I'm all aboard the dozy train. Dead well, in I saw that, I mean, obviously, apart from all the dodgy playing, he, he said there's been a lot, of, a lot of rubbish spoke about him. And then and then he spoke about trying to buy one plane and one helicopter. So he wasn't really, really convincing. But he's got a website, and I read the, the company name at first as something very different. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Flash Me Cash. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that do? Well... <laughs> yeah, I just read it as something different. I'm uh, not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of um... about on the internet, so I hear. Oh, well, yeah. But he's mainly into uh, farming, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll, uh, well, hopefully we'll be going up rather than down into Farmers League. But he, he, he yeah, kept mentioning, because he lives in London, uh, I think his wife's English, uh, British, and um, he, he said, he said, who do you support? He says, no one. Support Nigeria. Um, I'll support the club I buy. Hang on, he supports he's... Nigeria. He's just said he didn't <laughs> want to be known as Nigerian, and now he's all getting nationalistic about it. Make your mind up, you dozy get. <laughs> he supports the club I buy, and then he said earlier, "I tried to buy Crystal Palace, but they were having none of it." <laughs> Maybe not so much. Not not quite like that. But uh, 
Yeah, I've, I've come out of that interview and I'm I'm still on it. I'm concerned, shall we say, because it's not about him, is it? It's about his businesses and how wealthy they are. And there's been like lots. Of, he said, oh, I only took this business over two years and I've got rid of it now. And then and then they said, you're not short, short term. He said, no, I'm in, it, I'm in it for the long term. And um, but then he kept saying, I want to bring the fans in. He talked about them being owners. So basically, it's not us, me and you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that getting us dozy and. Well, Dozier, Tingo Tufty. Tingo Tufty, yeah, we'll sign us up, Dozier, if you're listening. Well, if he's probably pressing charges by now, judging by some of the stuff we've said about him. But no, it, I, I got that impression that there's very there's question marks over his personal wealth. There's a bit, you know, his, his companies are worth, well, his imaginary companies are worth a lot of imaginary money. But he's, yeah, it does make you worry, doesn't it, that he's coming in to sort of, I don't know, borrow against us or try and raise some he, cash or sell us off or whatever. Cockshaw, though, he said, uh, EFL have asked me lots of questions. They can keep asking me questions. Uh, ask as many as they want. We'll keep we'll keep giving them the answers. And he said that he hopes there'll be a, an announcement soon. Don't we all? So, uh, yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But uh, it's usually dodgy if it's United, isn't it? Let's, yeah. Let's, I mean... let's, let's, let's look at the history. <laughs> The history is brilliant, isn't it? When you think about it, we've had we've had one of everything, haven't we? Really, well, including just including someone who who was one of everything briefly, but um, yeah, we've we've had we've had con men, we've had flavors, we've had idiots, we've had disappearing men, we've had we've had all sorts, haven't we? Daniels, <laughs> Wizbit, yeah, Paul yeah, Wallace, you meant, don't you? yeah, put Woolhouse, yeah, <laughs> Dis- disappearing man. Um, where's he gone with Dean Money? He took Dean Money with him. Dean Money never existed, did it? Went and cleared some debt, so lining some board pockets or whatever. So yeah, watch, watch the interview if you've not already seen it. Uh, it doesn't really tell you very much, but um, well, yeah. So we're all dozy, aren't we? All dozy, aren't we? Yeah. Anyway, uh, never mind ownership of our football club that probably see us uh out of business in a few months. Uh more importantly, uh what what how how's things going as uh the the father? A father. <laughs> the father. The father. No the father. <laughs> how's like a going? priest. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've I'm man of the cloth now. No, um yeah, fine. I've uh basically today I've had day off work to go for a photo shoot. That's, that's my life now. Uh, paying money to have photos taken of a naked baby. This is not sounding good, is it? Uh, you know, they get all these arty farty shots, and obviously yeah. I was involved in a few of them, just standing around looking gormless. And yeah, you keep just... you keep your clothes on. I mean, yeah, firmly firmly <laughs> clothes on. Yeah, the, um, the, the, the yeah they weren't they weren't coming off. I weren't gonna. Well, she pissed all over bed uh, the, the, later on, so. Yeah, I, I I didn't want to do that either, so I I kept my tenor man on and uh, and, my, and my trousers. But yeah, so that's that's been my day today. Take I take days off to um to do ridiculous things like that now. But yeah, happy happy with the final shots. Not seen them yet. Um, assuming you mean the photos, and not some of well. we, <laughs> we had from James McAtee and Co uh, earlier this week. Um. Not seen him yet, so obviously we're only today. I think she said she's going to send a few rough, rough ones over later, by which she means ones with me in it, I presume. Um, and then, yeah, some, some more will follow, and then we'll, uh, we'll be putting his hands in his pockets, I suppose. Dear, do this nonsense in it. 
force you to do it. Well, it, it is kind of compulsory, isn't it? We we've still got one up for him uh, when he was uh, very young, but I think we might have won a competition. To, well, to, that to... sounds a bit like Monopoly, doesn't it? If first prize in a in a best looking baby competition, you win ten pounds. Well, I'm sure we won. We win a competition, Kate. No, apparently not for the big one. We had we had like some smaller photos, oh, okay. like a, a yeah. Well, we had, the rope to basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, everything else all right, though? Yeah, everything else fine. Um, just plodding on. It's really just like, I'm not going to go into it, but everyone's bored by it now, but it's relentless because we're still milking. And I'm still dairy farming, so it's just like constant, meticulous, not meticulous planning even, just same same thing every few hours. Milk, feed, shit, sleep. That's just me. Back at work. Oh yeah, I'm back at work. I'm only going in one, maybe two days a week though, because I'm having, I'm, I've got quite a lot of holidays left. So I'm having odd day here and there to do nonsense, like I've said. So yeah, going in one or two days, but yeah, all good. But you've you've not been at the, at the lane. Well, you had one game. Don't, you don't be. Are you, are you back Saturday? Uh yeah um yeah because I think leaving leaving her at night's a bit dodgy at minute when it's like a bit related. and I don't obviously I live far away so I don't get back till you know knocking on midnight for a night match. But yeah, I think I might show show my face amongst other parts of my body um on on Saturday. So got that joy to look forward to. It should be good. But um we've when did when did we last when did we last uh, entertain our fans? <laughs> <laughs> um twenty nineteen think yeah. no, Paul um, Hayward, our main fan, said he saw me at the game. Like watched me, but didn't speak. Like like looked looked at me, <laughs> didn't speak to me. Bizarre behaviour. Couldn't even say hello. And then I had kids from school because they were a lot. I'll come on to cop scrubbers in South Stand. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, uh, cop people in the South Stand. Uh, so you say, so you say, no, don't come and speak to me. I'm not like a. Well, I probably am an alien. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking at kid, the kids. Um, Hal of Chef United Way for reasons unknown to him, only himself and, and maybe Nick has asked us to be on um, to talk about doing stuff. But you're you're a bit sort of reluctant, aren't you, to show show yourself? Oh, on I'm the, not reluctant. I'm not doing it. I get absolutely. <laughs> well, the times I did Shoreham View, I got absolutely hammered uh, uh, in, in the playground, <laughs> not physically. <laughs> uh, you know, well, actually. But... You're not allowed to do that. So, but no, I'm not doing that. So I'm, I'm a, I've got a face for for radio, and a, and a voice for <laughs> newspapers. But I, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, no, it's it, surely they're pulling your leg. But they, I think they're looking up to you. Really, did, did I tell you this that um, someone told me in a toilet that they saw me on telly that like night before? I were at a wedding. I were at my boss's wedding reception. This is, I don't know, September time maybe. Just trying to have a piss. This bloke just went. So you on telly last night? <laughs> you what? Sure and view is it? Like, uh, yeah, it's like I'm trying to have a piss. Went went into like so. Oh, do you enjoy it? <laughs> you piss. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, picking up men in toilets. No, so yeah, it's um, it opens doors, or in my case, um, <laughs> it flies. It flies, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'll not be doing that. Uh, you, you, I don't mind you doing it. And oh, you thanks. Can, you've, and you've, you've signed it up, have you? From the you can, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. If I was in a different profession, uh, 
Uh, I'm a professional. Um, I've, I've, I've got standards. <laughs> I haven't, but yeah. So uh, I'll let you. I'll let you have a go at that. Oh, thanks. Well, we we'll have to get Andrew Womble on. I've not, not heard from him for eight, uh, ages. Ex-podcaster Andrew Womble. Speaking, but, um, of, speaking of drunkards, I've, I'm going to have a can of beer tonight. Speaking of being professional. I've got a hot chocolate and a sherbet fountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know what's worse. Uh, what time are we on? We're at 9pm now. I'm drinking the beer. The sherbet fountain watershed. I'm drinking <laughs> beer. You're you're just necking pure sugar straight before bedtime. Oh, yeah. Nicely coated stick. It's, uh, they've changed the wrapping. It used to be a, a very different around. You used to have to peel it off. And now it's it's better, but it's not as fun. You just twist. Look, it's a twist. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, like I said, political correctness gone mad. It's uh, health and safety. And it's, it used to be a piece of paper, didn't it? Yeah, you used to wrap it. Any old idiot could rip that open and piss in it or something. Would you? What would your favourite? Sherbet Fountain or Dib Dab? Um... It's all down to what you're sticking in, isn't it? When it when you're picking your favourite, and love licorice, but also love a love a lolly. So I think it just has to depend on what mood you're in. So I've sat on the fence on that, as I as I usually do. It's it's a lovely combination. It's sherbet and licorice though together. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Although it, it's never together because what if if you're anything like me, and I've just watched you partly eat it now. Uh, and it was a beautiful sight, listeners. It's a shame you couldn't see it. Um, you basically just eat all the sherbet, and then you've still got the licorice left, and you eat that. I, I think I'll go the other way around. I'll have a little bit of a, a scoop-up, as you've just observed, horribly me <laughs> scooping into my mouth. So I'll do a bit of scooping, and then I'll probably eat the licorice, and then I'll literally down the, the, the sherbet like a pint. Absolute maverick. Never mind how do you eat your Cadbury's egg. How, it, you know, cause everyone, everyone's eating sherbet fountains all over the world at the moment, surely. Oh, how do you eat it? Yeah, how do you eat your sherbet fountain? And uh, yeah, yeah, we had the uh, question on how you eat Cadbury's cream eggs last Easter, didn't we? So we don't need to revisit that, which the consensus was don't do it like me at a football match because it looks like performing a sex act. Um, but sim- I suppose similar for a sherbet fountain. The way you ate it, I don't think it'd be acceptable in public. Teasing your way down the stick and, uh, and uh, licking your lips afterwards. I, I don't think it's acceptable, personally. Mark it for now. <laughs> um, I, 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 to be honest, I've not really done... I've done no prep, apart from watching... Uh, uh, Two football Dozy, matches. Dozy. Uh, I've seen the football matches, but like we, we obviously pride ourselves on our post-match snappy reactions. Um, but... This is not snappy. Two days since the last game and five days, whatever, since the game before that. So I tried to find some notes on the Rotherham game and I found some, but it's, it's a bit of a mess. I've not really got any notes on the Wrexham game. So we're just going to have to freewheel, freewheel. Well, I think I've got news for you. And I might have okay. already told you this. I didn't see a single second of the Rotherham match. Uh, the, the problem oh. you have when you've got a newborn is that people want to come and see it. So... Penciled someone in, and I said, "I'm kicking you out at half twelve, though. You know that you can come in morning, but you you're out at half twelve because uh, big blades game on telly." And then they were still here at half twelve, and said, "Oh, is your match not on?" I'm like, well, "Yeah, that's your cue to leave." Um, they didn't, so I thought, oh, "I'll just put it on. It's on Sky." 
once again the Sky app let me down, so I couldn't find it. Oh. So, then I, so then I was looking for a stream, um, and I didn't find a stream either. So in, in end, I just gave up. So I didn't see a single second. But then I looked at the match stats afterwards at match reports, and I, I, it sounds like I dodged a bullet. Unless you're going to tell me otherwise. No, um, I think in the second half, uh, you know, like they try and build things up on TV when it's not great. Um, commentator, can't which who it who was. It's normally the same one every time, isn't it? That um, oh, the nor the nor he's like northern, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, what's he called? It's it's the same one every time. I, I I praise him every time for his lovely monologues, but um, I can't remember his name. He's got like blondish hair, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say his name then. But yeah, it's, yeah. I, I, anyway, um, Rob Palmer. That's him because we always make yep. the addicted <laughs> to love jokes. How <laughs> soon we forget. Yeah. Anyway, he said, uh, second half, it's a rattling good game, which basically is code for it's scrappy as fuck, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. The, the, the highlights I'll pick out, uh, one of the first highlights I've got here is um, we we had a, a sort of decent move early on. McBurney did a few bit of football. And at the, mo- the same moment, McBurney sort of flicked it on. I looked out my window and... Ollie McBurney was outside my front door, <laughs> which is incredible. Um, and I can confirm this. You know, my son and wife saw him. My postman looked just like Ollie McBurney. <laughs> and I like, I, I, I didn't know where, what was happening because I was like, what? He's on the telly and he's like, for a minute, he, he, was, he was in two places. Like, he, hey, he mate, was, ah. I got some posts for you, innit? <laughs> I'll just I'll just kick it through your door, innit, mate? <laughs> Boot it through your door. Might be a bit flat I've stamped on it, innit? There's a brilliant interview with him, uh, which I've come on to in a bit. What, your uh, postman? Yeah, uh, <laughs> talks about delivering uh, various yeah, items. No, he, uh, and McBurney, they said, like, what, what what you've been doing when you've been doing your rehab and stuff, like being busy, he went, well, I've had a court case, so I've been quite busy with that. <laughs> He's a, he's he's massively grown on me. He, he does strike you as like he, he probably is a really decent bloke, you know. If, if he's like like probably like quite a loyal friend and stuff like that, but he just does... <laughs> friend, a friend, loyal friend. No, because this is also based on Eki. Some interview I saw with him this week about how he's a, a leader and he's you know like sort of got everyone's interests at heart, so all that bullshit. And um, loyal friend, but um. He just does some twatty things now and again, doesn't he? But yeah, he, he's he's grown on me. Basically, he's, he started scoring some goals, so he's been back in my good book. Yeah, we like him again. <laughs> um, I've not much to add. Um, there was, uh, Robinson had long throws. He had a massive towel, like a huge towel. But then later on, he got back to him, and he had like a really small towel. And even the Palmer said that's more of a tea towel than a towel. <laughs> tea towel. Yeah. So. Um, and then the other comments, things I've got on here is, my son said, Anil runs like Mr. Tickle, which he has got a point on that. He, he, long runs, arms. he just runs in a very, he's like his arms and legs sort of go, go in different directions. Uh, the game itself, uh, I've, I've not really anything to, to say at all. We, we played lots of like decent little bits and pieces football, but didn't really create anything at all. They had the best chance of the first half with a header that um that West saved. Berg had a shot for us. Um yeah. 
it was, it was just really boring. Like we, we I, I did think we were the better team most of the game in terms of football and stuff. And certainly towards the end, we were pressing and you know had had a lot more of the ball. They were not holding on, but they were kind of settling for a draw. But we just just didn't do enough. It was almost like, oh, if we get one, we get one. If we don't, we don't. It's a draw. And I don't know. I'd, I was quite critical in my report. I, I I said I thought they were a poor side that were there for the beating and we should have just upped it a bit. I just gambled a bit more and I think we'd have won. But I don't know whether it was fear factor or we don't want to go too far and get caught on the break because they, they, you know, they play a lot of long stuff and they've got long throw-ins as well. But I don't know. It was, basically, it was a shit game. You missed nothing. Good. Well, it's not good, obviously. I, what I like to see when I miss a match, if for any reason, I like it to be a, a shit one nil win because obviously you get you still get yeah. three points. But like, I remember missing one for the Leeds Festival, and you were trying to rub it in how great it were. Jean Calvé scored a screamer yeah. apparently. <laughs> that um, brilliant game. You, you text me, and it obviously came through like about three hours late when I don't know some shit like Guns and Roses run or something, and um and like. What a goal! This new, this new right back better than Borbakis or what, whatever you said. I think um, I did. Um, and then, but then, luckily, I think you know, overegged it. That was literally the only thing that happened. And it was one 0 win, and that is the perfect thing to happen. That you know, we just get a a, a shitty one 0 win. Um, but in a way, I'm also glad that this game was shit because yeah, I don't like missing him, but uh, don't mind when it's shit, really. But yeah, you know, go on, go on. No, go, go on. no, no. no. Uh, the, the, the Rotherham's ground, like it's called the New York Stadium, and I still, when they play the music and they say it, I still think like it's it like a joke that like they, they just they couldn't change their mind on it. It's it's incredible, isn't it? That I know there's the the oh, it's the area of New York in Rotherham, and they made the bloody fire extinguisher, whatever. But it's like they've said it in a board meeting. Everyone's go, oh, good idea that we'll, we'll go with that, Tony Stewart. But and then it's like to me, to you. Yeah, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, is this real? There's still, it, I don't know. I think it's a good name. I think if you're gonna, you, you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you've got something like that happening for it, let's and let's face it, Rotherham's got absolutely nothing else going for it, apart from the Chuckle Brothers and their one down as well. So, I, you know, what else? Jive Bunny, Paul Shane. There's not, there's not a lot going on for Rotherham. I, I wouldn't say so, um, unless you're gonna call it. I don't know. I don't know what you could call. It. There's nothing else you can call it. You can't call it Millmore Two or something. It is in, like you say, it's in the New York area. The, the um, Canclo Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> the the just opposite Tesco. Is that, oh, that's sure though now. I need that Tesco. Um, so yeah, you can't even call it that. So I think I think they've they've done all right with naming it. It is a bit ridiculous, but that's Rotherham. Uh, anyway, so that was shit. Um, I'm, we, we said we'd, we, I think we discussed on Saturday, weren't even worth doing a pod on. I did see people before the game because uh, it sold out really quickly. You know, not many other, like you know some of them that oh, I don't want to miss out and I miss out missing away. I'll, I'll give someone hundred quid for a Rotherham ticket. I saw it on yeah. Twitter and la- laughing. Did you see some of that? I, that were exa- in fact, I think it's some guy that travels over from Dublin. I'm not going to do the accent again, um, and. So, so not only is he going to pay hundred quid for a Rotherham ticket, he presumably then would have had to get a last-minute flight, which, you know, won't be cheap. Um, and really flying on Tingo. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So, what? Yeah, you don't pay anything for no plane there. So, yeah, I just don't get me wrong. I, I, I used to be a bit more like that. But I didn't want to miss any game at any cost mm. or whatever. But I think what you need to do is try it. 
Anyone who it listens yeah, to this, who, 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 who's got, who gets the FOMO big time, just try missing one just for the sake of it. One of the best things that happened to me is that I were ill once about seven or eight years ago when I had to miss miss a miss a match. And I thought, oh, I'm missing an own match. It's, I've never missed an own match. Missed it. Realized I didn't give a shit. Brilliant. It's like it's 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 a very freeing thing. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd still rather be there, but it is um it's. Sort of, it frees your mind a bit. You can uh, you can concentrate on not worrying about it. Yeah, well, we we I think we're with the away games. Obviously, COVID had a big thing, but we we used to go away all the time, didn't we? If we yeah we we you know before we sort of married, settled down, kids and all that, we would even after that we'd still go. Kate used to go, and we used to we'd we'd go to over half the away matches for like yeah. seasons that season, and then. We obviously got back into it in the Premier League because we're glory hunters, um, and we want to use this loads of points that we'd amassed from the uh, from the dark days. But um, like I said, we just stop, and then you like it don't bother me now. I mean, I haven't been to one away this year. I'm going to Millwall next week, but I don't. It don't bother me in the same way it does. So what I'm saying is, we're a, a podcast representing Sheffield United. You don't have to bother going to the matches. <laughs> we don't, and then we talk about it, even though we've not been. So, so you can do what you want. Don't worry about it. Don't don't go again. We'll have we'll have this half cop again every every game. Just don't bother turning up. Just have well, they've, they've, they've done a release, haven't they, today saying that uh, basically there's still problems. They're up in CC. They're redirecting the CCTV cameras. They're not having it for right place. It for ah oh, bloody hell. Where have you been putting <laughs> those cameras on the on the goal? They need to be in the top corner. Stop it, those fans. Complicated. Been be pointing them at the at the goals and at the bloody. Toilet doors, bloody perverse! This club <laughs> went went Australian then. God, I tell bloody you, back to, not... back back to bloody uh, uh, what's it say? Billy Graham and Cl- Cliff Richard allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, twice. Yeah, it all happens in cop toilets. The thing is, it, it, the thing is, it, how did it even happen in cop toilets? It's got no roof on. Stand at the top of them steps, you can see right in. Hang on, Cliff Richard's in there. <laughs> I can see him. What's, what's, what's he, he doing? <laughs> uh, I even think of a, a, a Cliff Richard uh, gag that would uh, be around a sexual act. Um, I'd probably very careful to make sure that stuff like wired for sound and mistletoe and wine can't be twisted uh, into him. Um... And he was, yeah, he's a good guy, Cliff. That was obviously not was. He's still alive, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, we watch those top of the pop videos. We often play a game, me and the wife, like because he's on every one, isn't he? Cliff Richard's based on every one of those old top of the pop. Yeah, and we like guess his age, and he's just incredible. There's like, oh, he must be about sixty there, and he's like, he's thirty eight, and then it's like, <laughs> it just he doesn't, yeah, just the, the Peter Pan of pop music, timeless, isn't he? There he is, he is. But um, what were we saying? Yeah, so apparently they're doing more checks, uh, stop stopping people. Ticket checks and they're getting tough. But I don't want to know that Tottenham game because obviously it, it looked like one of them uh, movie scenes, didn't it? For the when you know, when, they, when, when they put they put them all <laughs> forward, so it looks yeah. like it's packed sort of thing. Um, but I think some of it was obviously to stop a Conga game. But I don't know. It's going to be a bit crap that Spurs game if uh, they're doing that for for that one. Will they though? They'll see pound signs surely. Not if council council stop, but the only thing they could do is just sell them to season ticket holder seats. You can only have your season ticket seats. Yeah, I don't know. Which is kind of what they've been doing, isn't it, to an extent? So, and but that's probably not worked. So that's probably why they tried this ridiculous uh, crowd scene um, approach. But 
Yeah, the uh, thing is, as someone rightly pointed out, I saw it on S2 Forum, uh, the sort of press release, and there's quite a few people pointed out, you know, I've read that press release, I'm still not quite sure what, what the problem is and what they're asking the, of the fans, because they just listed a load of bullshit, yeah. and it weren't clear at all what they... they basically, you just should, should have put, go and sit and stand, whatever you want to do, in front of your own seat yeah. or on your own seat, yeah. On your own seat, <laughs> on, your, yeah, on it, in it, on it, around it, as, lo- as long as you're within like thirty centimeters of the center of your seat, then um, then that'll do. But uh, there were big problems uh, on ch- Tuesday, Tuesday night, yeah, Tuesday night with um, getting in. But luckily, I had the foresight to anticipate there'd be some absolute idiots. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Stewards, I mean, not fans, of course. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, because we we were in the uh, we were in the pub beforehand, and I, I quite near 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 town uh, near the ground actually. And I said, "Oh, we ought to go there because it's going to be quite busy on Bramall Lane." They put a thing out, didn't they? Club, it's going to be very busy. Forty forty coaches, I think they said. <laughs> it was something like that. Um, but like, yeah, you you need to you need to get in. So we got there, and there were like massive queues, like twenty twenty past seven. Like huge queues because everyone's doing it with the phones, aren't they? And that obviously is a lot harder than do than scanning your ticket. I don't, I don't quite know how, but it's it's harder that. Like people are like, oh, big big QR codes too small. It's upside down or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we we got in, but it did take quite a while. And then I don't know if you saw loads of people complaining that you shouldn't let it kick off. What twenty thousand crowd? But I think I think it was just like a free for all. Stewards weren't really directed to queues, um, and yeah, so. Gambles, yeah, we knew it would be. Um, everyone like leading up to it said, "Oh, this QR code thing is going to be a nightmare," but probably still didn't do what you did, which was obviously to get there early and, and avoid it because it was always going to be a cock up. Although last time it wasn't. Last time I were at a cup game with QR codes, I think it went all right. But you know what? Twenty thousand though. We don't normally get that that yeah, big a crowd for cups. So um, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a fast by all accounts. But I were I were fine. I were in my I, I were in my seat because someone had nicked my seat. Um, so they went on sale whatever day it was, and it could, must have been on a couple of just on my phone as I came from work. So I'll get tickets. Well, that's always a problem because some reason I can't link to wife and son's ticket. Never yeah. work. They have to go on and pick two, and I have to pick one next to them. Absolute farce. But yeah, went on. Somebody nicked my seat. Like, it's like Nottingham Forest game all over again, isn't it? I, th- I sent you a picture, didn't I? Uh, you actually with, took a photo with, of them. <laughs> we've, 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 we've circulated the photo amongst the uh, Tingo Club underworld and pe- people will be having words with you. If you if you were sat in yeah. bead and seat, you'd be very afraid. Gave him a right evil eye as I walked walk past him. You know? Yeah. Surely must have known that I sit there. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> Including Paul Awood, yeah. regular critic. Well, well exactly. Actually, we're, well, we're, gonna gonna we're gonna have to change his name. We're to change his name now, aren't we? To stalker of the pod, not critic <laughs> of the pod. Then he saw traveling a bit closer, but I was a bit further away. <laughs> or maybe you're just smaller. No, you're not smaller than traveling boy. No, it's not I'm a perspective not. thing. The young Sanderberg traveling. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he has got a look of him, hasn't he? He's a he's a cross between Paul Eckingbottom and Sanderberg, but younger. Sunderberger. What? What? How did he pronounce his own name differently? Didn't he? In that yeah, video he. Thing he did. I think what he did is he said it English and then he said it um, Norwegian. 
It, it started. It started the video saying um, Sanderberger, and then at the end, I'm pretty sure at the end he actually said every said an entire sentence in Norwegian. Although okay. um, regular Norwegian correspondent of the pod, JP, will have to confirm or deny that. Yeah, so, um, so how how did you manage to just normal like it was just ITV four? ITV four, yeah, they just they, they, face, they, they, they'd finished showing uh, James Bond films in uh, School of Rock long enough to uh, <laughs> to put us on, um, and yeah, just yeah, matter face. Ian like d- like didn't want to be there, does he? Like getting paid to do this, I've got yeah, bit, to do. <laughs> incredible. He he said. I'm not going to attempt the Irish accent again. I've done it once. That's enough. Um, he basically said, um, I don't want to hear anything about um, tough schedules because both these clubs are, you know, at the top of their divisions and they've got big games. Um, so I don't want to hear anything about tough schedules. Um, and then they said, right, we've got an interview now with Paul Heckingbottom. And I pretty first thing he said, well, would you, would you, would you have wanted to make as many changes as, you, as you've done? I'd have made more if I could. Uh, tough schedule coming up. Yeah, missed um, McCoy's, wasn't it? Who was obviously one of our favourites. Uh, yeah. But obviously, Matterface is not one of our favourites. Yeah, it kind of cancels out, really. Um, yes, at it again with his endear element. Endear. So almost I told him at half time though. Second half, they were both pronouncing it correctly. Because I think McCoy's probably he started pronouncing it correctly anyway, and then Matterface kept p- persevering with endear. Um, and I, yeah, McCoy's must have thought, oh, that must be right. He knows his stuff, this guy. He gets the big books. And uh, yeah, but second half, they got it right. So it's almost out of work. The only bit I love McCoy's, but the only bit I saw was, uh, oh, I saw bits of it back, but I think the first goal, when he literally got every single player wrong, like in the yeah. build up, he was like, it's a great ball by uh, McAtee. Uh, and then he's played Basham in, or, and then he's played, like, none of those players are even near it. Like, I don't know how you saw that. No, he kept getting players wrong all the way through. Um, they they couldn't figure out even something as basic as formation to begin with. You know, they were they were absolutely astounded that Basham were playing wide right. Um, oh, they, 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 they can mix it up, Sheffield United. Um, Basham's wide right. We, we never saw, they, I think they got Osborne wide right on, you know, on uh, yeah. graphic before a game. And then, yeah, Every time, then after that, they were just mixing players up. Quite nice to see, um, you know, wave a big away following, and obviously in both tiers. And uh, but I knew it was going to be like like lobbed a flare on smoke bomb, like at kickoff before it even kicked off. Like, oh, come on, uh, you know, they, they were noisy and they were they were sort of getting behind the team, but a bit a bit nauseating as well, uh, a bit like some of their players and. Uh, and, and manager, but um, yeah, well, it was a good atmosphere. It, like we've been so many of those cup games before. You only know, play like Barnet and failed and fine. It's like it's just awful and stuff. But I suppose they are, you know, a bigger club in that sense. But it, it did feel like a bit a, a pro- proper cup tie in terms of you know we had got some fans on the cup, and it wasn't all of it, but at least four sides. And um, yeah, a fair bit of noise in Bramley. It felt it felt like you know it felt felt important because I suppose because of the all that Hollywood bullshit and. In fact, it was on ESPN <laughs> and ITV4. Um, but yeah, I agree. ITV4. I think, I think I think I think the cup has made a bit of a it's having a bit of a renaissance. I think I guess I think clubs are taking it seriously. I mean, most of Premier League have gone out, so they obviously weren't taking it seriously, have they? Were they? But um, it's for me, it does seem to have picked up recently. It seems a bit more exciting. Teams aren't feeling quite as weak 
sides, apart from Ekibottom, would have gone weaker if he could, obviously. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I think it, I think it's it's back. It, well, until we get knocked out by Spurs, then I'll be saying it's shit again. But uh, no, I mean, I, I was a little bit surprised at the, at the team. Uh, well, surprised to even know he get suspended from Cup for like two bookings in Cup. Yeah, Becky like, rules up. Like, They've it, never had that before. I, I had no idea until I think someone tagged us in a conversation on Twitter. Didn't get involved in it. Just let um, Ben Blades Pod and um, Good Pinch uh, argue it out about the actual stats and facts and figures and that. But yeah, it's like practically like a World Cup now, isn't it? That you know. You you get your mass bookings and you get suspended within the competition and then they get wiped out at quarterfinal stage I think and not that that'll matter to us mm. yeah I had no idea until until this happened and then Egan got suspended as well yeah so I, I, we had no idea um, until this happened and then Egan thought I'll just I'll just check these rules I'll, I'll um, see you uh, to make sure that that's what happens and sure enough yeah suspended. But no, the, the he he changed it in the fact that he it it sort of obviously rested him at Bernie, uh, which I was pleased about. If you know, if we are going to need him, and not really, we didn't bring a striker in to 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 add to things. So I'm not sure Sharpen and Die quite works as a partnership. But uh, good good to see Cool Barley. I just thought if they're if they're going to find out whether he's any any good, then if you don't play him in a game like this, then it's almost like might just get rid of him. Writing him off already, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would glad. No, to but do you know him. what I mean? He's got, he's got only got a few months left on his contract. You know, if they're going to find out whether he's worth giving him another deal, then they need to they need to see if he's any good. And I'd not been particularly impressed by Osborne. I'm not his biggest fan. I think he's, I think he's quite limited. Um, I mean, because he tries hard and he does a job, but does he? I well. I think previous podcasts have I've said the same thing a few times that is you know if if you know we can't sign too many players um well might have had an umbongo so we wouldn't have been signing anyone but um is is kind of the kind of player that's okay to have around because it can cover a few positions good bench player good but it's not the kind of person that should be anywhere near your first 11 you know your, your first choice team um but having said that he he would channel in sort of Prime John Gannon on Tuesday night for me, dead ball specialist with wand of a left foot. I thought, I thought you were quite. I, I've read, well, I didn't read your report. I do what I always do. I skimmed down the uh, the numbers for all the players and the, and the hecking bottom in the general United comment. And then if I've got time, I will then read it all. But um, I only skimmed the numbers, and I thought you were quite harsh on Osborne on on Tuesday. I, for me, is not. I'm going to say he's not the answer, but I wouldn't even know what the question was, to be honest, if 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 it was even to be in the equation, like a multiple choice answer, even if it was A, B or C, I, I would have no idea what the question is, even if it was a wrong answer. Um, a few little little bits, they set up the first goal, but I, I thought his corners were poor. I thought they were floating. I don't know. I thought they were all right. I think, I think, I, I don't know. I this is a problem with what with you, uh, armchair, armchair fans. fans. You, you, you don't see, you don't get a true sense of what's happening at the game. True, that is true. You need I, to go I'm... to the games. You know that guy that was going on about you could just miss games and you don't matter. Absolute nonsense. Get yourself there, proper fans. Yeah, true. I, I mean, I've, I've seen, I've seen it all. I've not got people from cops standing up in front of me when we get over halfway line. So 
I've been able to see it and obstructed. No, I thought I thought you were worth. You gave him what five? I think five. Or I six, think you're worth a good five and a half, six. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> massively <laughs> apart. No, no. I think I, I think you were solid. You know, like a six, seven. You you sort of bog standard performance. Did all right. Didn't really pull up trees, but did get involved and did a few bits. So I love Ireland. Bits. <laughs> when, as soon as I said did bits, I thought, what am I saying? I've not even seen any Love Island this year, fortunately. My oh, missus, I'm, obviously... I'm, 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 I'm well immersed in it. Well immersed in it. Some, some, some great bombshells coming in. Well, <laughs> I, I won't know. I mean, my missus has obviously been otherwise engaged. Um, well, not, not betrothed to someone else, you know, doing doing things, basically. Doing bits, doing other bits. Um, so, yeah, she's not watched it this year, so... I've got to say though, she needs to get her eggs. She needs to get her eggs in the in that basket. She she probably does because um, I feel like I'm missing out in a bizarre way. Like I hate it, and I, I'd always say, oh, I don't watch that, but I'd always end up knowing what was going on. Um, so then when people are banging on about it at work, you at least have an idea. So yeah, hypocrite. We'll do a, we'll do a pod. We'll do a podcast on it. Uh, yeah, the the Love Island podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um... Where were we? Oh, I was at Bramall Lane. You were in your armchair with Matt Face and McCoy. Um, I thought United controlled the, the first half. Very slow build-up, but um, we had lots of ball sort of moving it about. Um, McAtee didn't do much right, uh, <sighs> certainly early on in the game. Every, like, touch went. Some of like, oh, he's gone back to what he was before. I was like, calm down. I forgot how bad <laughs> Zach was. Like, even Kate said, oh, he's worse than you. I don't, and he can't even say he's learned from me because we watched a few games on telly, but, like, he goes to the game. He doesn't even go to the games with me. He can say he's learned it from you. He see, he'll have seen enough on telly, and he's been to odd away game with you and stuff like that. He'll, before, because you, you haven't, don't get me wrong, you've mellowed. I don't know if it's been COVID. I don't know if it's side effects of COVID. You know, everyone's complaining long COVID. They've got lung problems. You know, the the bones are bad joints. You're just less critical. It's a it's a it's a side effect of long COVID that's not been documented. But in, yeah, last couple of years you've been a bit more mellow. Uh, but before that, he'll have certainly picked up some habits from you for uh, just eating United, basically. Incredible balling and shot, writing players off after like two minutes, and then opposite, Koulibaly did a few bits of skill. Great player in. What a player he is. Like, but this is it. Wow. Every Sheffield United fan under 21 years of age, um, there's certain players that they, they just instantly... There's a few on Twitter. You'll know you'll know the ones that... There he is, Cooley Boy. He's proved he is the future of Sheffield United now. You know, like, but I knew he had it in him. He's going to be... He, right, spoiler. We, you know, we, we skip into the end of uh, rating players. I've always already done it with Osborne. He was a good 7 out of 10. He didn't... He played it fairly safe. He didn't do anything outstanding, but he didn't do anything wrong. He was good. He was very. It looked like he could be a very good player, but it didn't exactly have a massive impact on the game. He just did well. Did, no, did really and, well. and his fitness is a major issue. He was blowing out of his ass uh, after half time. Uh, he did try a stupid flick as well. Uh, which, you see that we tried this like yeah. silly little flick, and he got booked. Um, but no, he was okay. I, I, he was better than I thought he was going to be. And that's a really negative way of looking at you know. But <laughs> I just had a feeling. I was like, is he going to be up to this standard? It's a long, big, long, long jump from Belgium. It's very long, <laughs> a jump very from long Belgium. jump. Um, but um, but no, I, I was quite pleasant. Surprised. I was one of our better players on on the night. Um, he did one of them. Pathetic reactions when he got subbed as well, like oh, but clearly inside, like thank God for that, I can't run anymore. <laughs> it was quite funny actually. 
But uh, no, first half we moved it around nicely. We had we had a few sort of half chances. Nothing, nothing too clear. I, I, I can't remember. Uh, and then obviously we had a a really big chance when again from we, we broke really well. Um, yeah. And it's weird for all this talk about United. We you know pass it about, move it about, and stuff. Try and create those overloads still with the system. The way, when we look best now is actually turning it over from other teams and breaking with like McAtee and Endai and Berg and Bogle. And, um, and, and that was an example, at least we like two on one, weren't we from, from, yeah. from their attack. Um, and as he ran forward, it, it was like that Huddersfield goal. It's like, he was just going to go on and slide it forward. But uh, I think we discussed it and I ran too far forward. He couldn't really pass to him. And then, well, <laughs> Made an absolute miles wide as well, not even rubbish. Close. Absolutely rubbish. He, I think, and and Dyer was a bit too far up, but he was level or, or even slightly behind. I think, but as soon as McAtee cut inside, rather than just playing it first time, he wanted it on his stronger foot. Obviously, and Dyer just carried on running, didn't he? So he, by that point, there was no way he, he was offside. But all he had to do was prod it with his either with outside of his left foot or his right foot. He didn't have to piss around turning around he just had to prod it prod it to and die and he's just got a simple finish but yeah just two players making two ridiculous stupid decisions one one running too fast and one being too shit uh, we had another pretty good chance uh i can't remember who crossed it actually it was some decent play down the right and i think it came to Anil and uh he probably should have scored actually it probably is similar sort of chance the one he did score from later uh, keep keepers made a good save. Um, we had we had a new. I think Egan had a, Egan went back to his bad headers. He won loads of headers from corners. We just edited him up into air. But um, half time went in nil nil, and we probably should have been two two goals up. I felt for the possession and chances we had. They'd not they'd not they'd had a few moments, but um, we'd kind of cope with them pretty comfortably. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, those two chances that you talked about. I think it were in Dyer that. It sort of did a bit of a run down right and, and squared it to Adol. And but what do you think to his haircut, by the way? Um, well, it's all right. <laughs> nothing, nothing. It's not terrible. It's not 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 noteworthy like Bogle's um, curtains gone wrong. It's just a just a haircut. You take piss out of it if you're at school with him, obviously. But we're not. So uh, yeah, it's okay. Why have you you got a particular opinion on it? Uh, th- thanks for your thoughts, though, uh, Vidal Sassoon. Uh, <laughs> fascinating stuff. You asked me. <laughs> I thought you'd give a bit more of uh, an opinion, but uh, obviously it's... Uh, yeah, it was just all right. But, um, yeah, we, we should have been winning. But that sec- second half came out um, and we scored quite early on, didn't we? It was yeah fairly early on. Really nice football, actually. Uh, guy, guy near us went bash. He did one of them old bash runs, didn't he? And he went, yeah. Go on, snake hips. Which <laughs> was a brilliant comment. I know what he meant. Um, and yeah, sort of a little bit of football. I think again, Osborne played a ball around the corner. And uh, Anil and Bogle are like two at best finishers in clubs and the defenders. Yeah. And what that says about some of the rest of them. But um, very good finishers, those two. Uh, and he smashed it in. Although I'm going to say the keeper. Um, he did make some good saves on the night, but he went down very early on all the goals. Uh, and you know, we'll come on to his uh, goalkeeping on the on the second one, which no one's really talked about. But uh, I bet you're going to talk about. <laughs> but no, a really good finish. Um, and uh, yeah, what one of them you think? Yeah, we can go on and we can just put these away now. And we had a really good chance not long after that. Um, 
And I can't remember who set. It might have been Endai again. Berg was involved. It was really I think good it was Mac T, weren't it? To, to Mac Sharp. T, to Sharp. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. I'm worse than McCoy. Like, I got wrong players. <laughs> it was two days ago. And and yeah, it uh, took way too long to like, get it out of his feet and pretty comfortable save for uh, Layton, was it? Oh, yeah. I made that up. James Layton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something like that. Layton. Stupid. We talked about names with superfluous letters in. He uh, he does seem to have uh, yeah, he's got one of them, hasn't he? There's, there was but, a four uh, with an E on the end as well, which uh, which I don't like. So with an E on the yeah. Bobby Ford. Yeah, they were Tommy Cannon, weren't they? <laughs> Is it Tommy Cannon? Yeah, well I don't know what his first name were, but they were definitely a cannon in cannon fodder in midfield, I think. Clueworth. Um, Clueworth thought was a good one as well. Yes. <laughs> Some he good was clueless, clueless, clueless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously Dolby up front were wired for sound to go back to a Cliff Richard gag from earlier. We knew we'd get one in eventually, yeah. like in them cop bogs. Thanks, thanks for sticking with us, Cliff, Cliff fans. <laughs> although, although they're, I'm going to do them for libel. Nah, we've said he's a good guy, very good guy, and nothing happened in those toilets. Um, yeah, so yeah, we, we should have been two 0 up and outside. Again, and I say it every time, it's one of them chances. If, if, if Billy Sharp had got that chance, he'd have scored. But he gets these chances and he doesn't score. So We did. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Well, he missed a couple, actually, later on. He did. Um, but, yeah, like it just seemed to be we, we're going to do And then, I, like, to be fair, I can't remember a build-up of pressure from them at all. I can't remember, like... Oh, they're putting us under pressure. It, the penalty just came out of nowhere, didn't it? It was sort of a ball played round the corner. And he's, he's a bit handsy, is Anon. Hang <laughs> on, we're going into that's... more libelous situations <laughs> here. No, but he grabs all the people. Like, and he, he's a bit almost too keen to like get get the ball, so to speak. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean by that? You... You're saying he's a sex pest. I'm just saying he, he seems sometimes to be almost too, like, just hold your ground sometimes. Just hold your ground. Keep your position. You don't always need to nick the ball. You don't always need to come in front of your man yeah. to get it. And he were never going to get that ball. Um, And, yeah, the, he's outside the box. And all this bullshit about, well, he's carried on in the box. Like, 95% of that challenge was outside the box. It's only the last tiny bit that was technically just on the line. And um, it, it's a free kick, and he's and it, and it's, it is a, a big dive as well. He's absolutely thrown himself in the ground. There is contact, and it's a stupid challenge, but it's a free kick, it's not a penalty. Um, and uh, yeah, he's belted it home, and they've had loads of smoke bombs on the pitch and flares <laughs> again. Absolutely stank. Yeah, and again, no smell of vision for me, so uh, I got away with that one. But th- yeah, the foul, it was definitely for me. It's definitely a free kick, but then apparently, according to the rules refs well within his I don't know if he can pick if he could go oh I think it went on in area or didn't or you know decide whether it's a penalty or a free kick but um technically it did go on into area and, and that's the rule apparently. I think I think he can pick what he wants when he feels he's got some Hollywood owners um <laughs> that are basically I I, I... I mean, we, we texted during the game and you were saying ref were fine and I've, I'd had too much Carlin with them cop, cop fans. And I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, I, I, all around me were... And even I'll get a message from Uncle Bob, Simon, saying, like, you know, this ref is appalling. So uh, I no, think... No, I, I, I realised me and 
ex-podcaster Andrew Womble, who also agreed with me, um, we're in the minority. I, I've seen all over Twitter ever since, and the only other person was someone at work who agreed with me that said he weren't too bad. But I, I genuinely I thought he got he got pretty much all the big calls right, because technically he was correct on that first penalty. Uh, and right until the penalty he should have given for us near the end, um, the handball, I think he got all the major calls right, to be honest. Um, I think I think Sharp were moaning that he didn't get some fouls, but he shouldn't get those fouls. He, he basically, he, he falls down. He, he waits for someone to sort of brush his bum. Um, and then he, he then he chucks himself on the floor, and I can see why you don't get him sometimes. Um, but 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 what I would say, you know, I I disagree. I, I majorly majorly disagree with uh, your your take this because Mullin for them was constantly going to floor for the things that Sh- uh, Sharp was going to floor yeah. for, and he was giving free kicks. He was. It, it, I get what you're saying about some of the bigger decisions. We can argue about the first penalty. Obviously, the second one was, and we should have had a penalty, but it was his general refereeing throughout the game, and he gave so many 50-50s to them, um, and we'll let things go. And I got kicked from pillar to piece. Um, pillar to piece? Pillar that... to piece. It's not pillar a to statement, piece. but it is now. <laughs> pillar to went piece. skiing. Kick <laughs> from pillar to piece. Pillar to post. And um, and they were pulling him and grabbing him. Some of the some stuff that was worse than the Jebison one that he got yeah. sent off for. One guy booted out him at one point, and he just played it on like, and it's fine. He stayed. I think Hecky said Hecky made some comment about it's not. In, change rules now that if you if you stay on your feet you don't get what did you see that are they making rules up again that we don't i, I did see no, the I comment know, about, but he yeah. said something about like oh you have to go down but you don't have to go down what you need is a referee to say i've played on you've had your chance it's not nothing you know uh, but i'm gonna go back and book that guy because he's had a right swipe at you he's done that and then i got did got done got did did done two <laughs> or three times and he didn't he just didn't do anything about it but he booked four of ours not even sure he booked one of their players, four or five of ours. Some of them were deserved, like Berg pulled some like the Egan one was a stupid foul. But like, I don't know. I I, I just thought he, another one like that fourth official in the first time just got in the you know the first game just got swept away with everything. He was sort of very pretty. He kept getting in the way all the time. Like the ball just kept like hitting him as he or like near him as he, we were trying to move it about and. I thought he was appalling. I thought it was a really bad, inconsistent referee. I thought he, I thought he was an awayer. You don't yeah. get many away. You've convinced you? me he was shit. Thank <laughs> you. <Thanks for laughs> we that. can move on. But um, yeah, and the obviously the penalty smashed in. Um, and then after that, we started, we just a bit like that first game, we just started panicking. Like they like they clearly main their main weapon is a long throw. So some of our really stupid players just kept kicking it out. Like, yeah. you've no, you need to kick it away from the don't kick it out for a throw. I'd rather you just keep it in play. They're going to have less of a threat if you give them the ball 30 yards yeah. from goal and like kick it. Just know, know the, know your personnel sort of thing. And they, and they said that they had four or five, and then Davis punched one, then he missed drop one. He was like, oh God, he, he started to like struggle. He was like not commanded. They had a few like kind of moments and it would, I don't know, that stage, they had that five, 10 minutes of goal and they were a better side for, for a period. We just seemed a bit, a bit, a bit rattled sort of thing. I think obviously he put, he put Norwood on because he wanted to just get a bit of control back, possibly. Um, but yeah, he uh, that went well. Yeah, he, yeah, he absolutely <laughs> brilliant. That. Uh, but people around me when he did that, he's dived again. Like that's never a penalty. Like typical, like kind of really bad. And that that one's just stupid. There's no defense. 
it's the most blatant penalty you'll ever see. It's basically we've talked about um, football, comp, you know, video game moments before, but that's kind of like when you you're playing FIFA or similar, and you press slide tackle button by yeah, mistake, you, yeah. and, and you just like side into someone. Oh, oops! Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and um, yeah, same thing. He just I don't know if he just didn't know we were there, and he he did that daft slide to get the ball, and he just he just kicks him. There's, there's absolutely no way it's not a penalty. He's he's really irritating that Mullin. He's clearly a good player at that level. He could play a lot. He could certainly play a division or two higher. But like when the ball uh, wasn't near him, he were like, or it was like he were like elbowing people and like jumping into people, a bit like what Sharp, you know, does sometimes. He would be really snidey and like going in. And then when ball were right near him, and ref were looking, he just like fell over and would get free kicks. I suppose you could say it was clever play, but <laughs> bit of a bit of a shit house for me. Uh, yeah, well. Obviously, watching on ITV4, um, you don't get player cam or whatever. So, yeah, off the ball stuff, you don't see. So that's that's probably another reason why um, I uh, I assessed the ref higher than most. That um, you know, I didn't I didn't get to see that sort of thing. You, you, I mean, he was their best player, and he was a, what the ref. Like, uh, yeah, the ref and and uh, Mullin. But I think the thing about Mullin, but he was a bit like Sharp. You, you know, when Sharp used to be a real nuisance, you play the ball on yeah. the channels, he'd be, and Sharp's not got that. Kind of, I'm not saying Mullins quick, but he's a bit more mobile, a bit younger than Sharp, and uh, he is good. He's, he's, you know, he's a good player, but he would just, he would just annoy me a little bit. Um, but yeah, they, they obviously got, got the penalty, and I, I just thought he's going to just smack it down the middle again. That's what I would have done. Yeah, it's worked once, hasn't it? And, and in fairness, you're not going to stop it really. It, it traveling that much that you get it in a similar place and you hit it that hard and. Well, unless you're Davis, I suppose you're not going to get your hand on it, are you? All that rubbish. After you, yeah, I never like. I think really key. You shouldn't have the same purse ticket. Oh, Mbappe did. Others have yeah, done yeah. it. It's just just score it. Then it's not a problem, is it? Yeah, but, but who were it that weren't it? Someone who had to retake a penalty three times once. Who were it? It was in the last sort of five or ten years and scored every single one. You can, you know, you're surely capable of either holding your nerve or kicking it in a slightly different place. It's not. Yeah, no wonder he's uh, is is out of management. That bloke. Good save though. Um, strong hands. Yes, very strong hands. Went the right way. Got got lucky, obviously, with going the you know towards it. But the reactions and strong hands to actually stop it. So we're travelling. Uh, and we broke straight after that again. Like nearly scored. Like yeah. sort of three on it, one sort of thing. Almost. It was very sort of counter attack. See, even they their chances were were counter attack yeah. chances. That first sort of minute. Of, game as well it was like three counter-attacks within first sort of minute and it was that that was pretty much the story of game in terms of getting attacks they were just all counter-attacks really exciting game and you know all the kind of stuff after the game was sharp and the lack spec like i didn't like the social media post they put up with the you know the sod thing the spurs yeah. thing and everything and uh, i think he's got a point i i wouldn't have gone about quite like sharp did at the end i, I think i'd have i'd have probably kept it in-house sort of thing have you seen the behind the blades i started to watch it because i thought this one might be interesting you know with all the all the sort of shit i was in it's really boring isn't it you, see I, the end though. I, I should have skipped to the end. I just got yeah. bored with all the. Cause you just see a lot of match from a shit camera angle, don't you? Yeah. And I just thought, I can't, I can't yeah. The that. end. They see a bit of the. You can't hear anything. You see Parkinson and Sharp like having to go at each other. Uh, I think Sharp's having to fuck off, which is quite good. <laughs> and then you, in the tunnel, there's a bit of commotion and like you can see some some sort of commotion. It's yeah, it's, uh, worth a watch. I'll have a, I'll have a look. 
But uh, no, um, after the penalty save, obviously we broke. And then at that point, it were almost like kind of their energy level. That were their chance sort of thing. They'd had a decent spell for 10, 15 minutes of the game. We'd pretty much dominated up to that point. But obviously they'd missed a penalty. Um, and then Mullin went off, didn't he? Sort of, uh, sort of holding his hamstring. And I thought for the last sort of 10, 10 minutes or so, it were like all us. We were just knocking ball about. Lots of crosses going in. Sharp had another chance over. He had one disallowed. Uh, Berg put a, a ball in. It just missed people. We had Egan flicked a header on that low sort of headed over. And um, probably more. I can't believe I'm remembering all these chances. But like, um, but yeah, we we had multiple chances. And then, but it went in stoppage time. And at that point, we were just we were groaning. Uh, me and the family because like school night just, oh, I can't believe this is going to take because that's it's not half an hour it's a good 40 minutes 45 minutes plus possibly penalty it's a good hour couldn't it yeah I was just like come on please like I'm not, I'm not saying I want them to score but I was just like this has got to end this like now so come on and when you know we, we had that obviously the blatant penalty when Norwood had the the, the shot and I don't know he's not seen that the, the referee but so that's it now. It's we, we we do and that, but they were on the attack, weren't they? Before, yeah, we, we scored. They broke and uh, another Palmer, another another. Uh, he, he were addicted to shooting this one, like really <laughs> selfish, like running in, and he had a man over and he got blocked. And um, but Norwood's ball weren't great. He just he won them diagonals, but it was straight to their man. But uh, that were Clueworth, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, but <laughs> as you as you foreshadowed the joke, it was clueless with that. Uh, Really, it was straight to his feet. It was like no one had picked oh. him out by mistake, and they thought, "Oh, maybe. straight through his legs." Absolutely, and he knew straight away, didn't yeah. he? Literally, like, oh, and like tried to run back. Uh, and Sharp got in it, but one of them sharps where he took it like he's obviously not very quick, but he took forever to like get it under control, which is fine. And then he worked out the angle. He's like, oh, let him get back now. And then he put that shot in, and it were it were really slow that shot, <laughs> and it was beautifully placed, but. Again, and we've spoken about this in the pod before, but uh, Mark Bunn was back in the, the goal there, yep. wasn't it? The Mark Bunn. Like, was it, it, it all, <laughs> I, I was going to retweet that, you know, that robot goalie yeah. one that I've always said is Mark Bunn. Um, but, but they're not, no one else seems to, you said yeah, it just now. It no takes one, else one step, two steps, he saves that. It yeah. was in. It was in the corner, but like hit really slowly in the corner. Yeah, I, I thought the keeper could and should have saved it, but he, he, like you say, it was a, a decent finish in terms of his place. No, ch- no chance, no chance, Billy Sharp. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, that you think that's it. But they, they got another long, long, longish throw in coming in, and uh, they another appeal for Ambor, which sort of cleared it, and then a uh, beautiful third goal actually. Although. Yeah. It, it, even that weren't as smooth as it should have been. So Endai, brilliant run, uh, sort of skipping past men that are sort of hacking at him. And then he played a not a great ball, like just in the general direction of one of <laughs> three or four players running into it. Uh, again, a bit computer game. And then McAtee's McAtee's slide. Got it, <laughs> and then he skidded around. Then Noah did a block tackle, but then uh lovely little ball from uh McAtee to, to Berg and uh, tremendous finish that. Yeah, beautiful. Just just twatted into top corner basically, then he can't ask for any more than that. But yeah, he he was he had a decent game last night. Berg, I was I was arguing with some kids at school actually about who said oh Berg weren't. I was like I thought Berg was our best player. I know I'm jumping head to man of the mat. I thought he was our best player. I thought he was excellent. 
I thought everything good came from him. He had some of them, sur- I don't know, playing National League, but he had some of those surging runs where he just left people for dead. You know, like he used to, where he just yep. goes and you can't get back to him. Some good crosses in. A lot of our good moments came from some of his player. I, I thought it was good. It was it was promising. That he's kind of maybe because he's now staying and you know, speculations kind of gone for a bit. He might get get back to sort of standards he set. But yeah, really really good goal. Although goalie went down again really early, but uh, e- excellent finish and uh, yeah, good good celebration to put your shirt in your mouth and uh, chew it. <laughs> yeah, well. Maybe saying something about the quality of a, a rear shirts again that you know get your teeth into it and the rip. I don't know, but maybe maybe, maybe we're not paying because the wage, the money issues. We're not paying him. He's having to eat the shirts now. <laughs> yeah, not to mention, uh, did you see Endai go to uh, go to Bog? Someone mentioned this on Twitter, but again, you don't see that. You don't see the bigger picture on the uh, <laughs> yeah. on ITV. Well, I, weren't, I weren't in the toilet when he when he came in. I weren't with Cliff. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he came in and went. <laughs> Have I seen you on Showroom View? Cliff turned around. Hey, guys, you see me on Showroom View? <laughs> it's not one of Muppets. It's like a cross between Fuzzy Bear and Kermit the Frog. I didn't anticipate I'd be doing a Cliff Richard. I'll, uh, I'll, work, on, I'll work on that impression. He's a bit more, uh, like, uh, smashy and nice, isn't he, Cliff? He's, he's a cross between smashy and nicey and a, a very British Elvis. He, like, you can see he's like, trying to do the... Uh, yeah. he, like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Again, I went a bit muppet there. You know? Apologies. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, yeah, uh, I think it was when we scored the first goal. Just ran <laughs> ran down the tunnel. Went for a shit. So, well, don't, don't know. Just off he went and then he came, came back <clears> on. So did... like, and, and he's injured. He's... Oh, no. Just, oh, oh, he's yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I did see someone mention that when last time a United player went went to the toilet mid game, and I knew exactly when it was because it was uh, when McGoldrick did it, and we made a joke uh, about uh, Hal's wife. Apologies, Hal, if you're listening. Uh, just going back to McAtee, uh, McBurney's interview today is superb. Uh, it's and he basically said uh, he's talking about a few things said about. Um, you know, different stuff that's been going on. And then he, he asked him about McAtee, and I'll, I'll read you the quote. He says, what a, what a kid he is, what a player, what a player he is, uh, man. And then he says, this this bit's brilliant, uh, I tried to describe him to someone the other day, and I went for a cross between Rayman and Goodwill Hunting. Seriously, there's times I can't figure out if he's some sort of genius or the thickest person I've ever met. <laughs> I don't know how he's got this far in life. Lovely. That's. I mean, coming from McBurney, that means a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> McBurney, the uh, the high intellect that he is, damning your uh, your sort of brain abilities. I can't even say stuff myself. He'd be damning mine if you were listening to this. Looking at him, look, listen to him, man. He's trying <laughs> to slag me off. <laughs> he can't even use words, man. <laughs> Professor McBurney. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah so uh, i did enjoy that uh i just saw that before uh before we, we uh recorded Stupid. so uh yeah uh yeah he says he's like his little, little brother uh, he picks him up when he's feeling down um and stamps kicks... on him when he's not yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah um yeah i see if there's anything else that's because it's uh it's a cracking cracking little interview with that one get 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 all over it basically will do yeah Talks a bit about the trial, yeah. But um, yeah, three one. Uh, 
probably about right, really, over over the game. I know it's late and we've sort of had to kind of sort of do it at the death sort of thing. But we, you know, the, the stats, possession shots. If we if we take our chances, it's three three four nil before they even have that kind of comeback yeah. and the, the penalty stuff. So uh, good to put them out. Um, yeah, it's a bit bit testy at the end. Like Annal and uh, Parkinson having a bit of a bust up, and then Sharp very passive aggressive, like clapping towards their fans. Well, not even passive aggressive, aggressive aggressive, <laughs> clapping to their fans and like doing crying things, and they lobbed a the seat on pitch. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like a chair that were on side, like lobbed it at him. Obviously, didn't hit, and then Parkinson went up wagging finger at him, and obviously he'd said something in the Sunlanty <clears throat> about shove your documentary up your arse or something which uh yeah so nice uh nice considered reaction to to from, from william sharp to the to the victory yeah all a bit all a bit unnecessary really weren't it i mean and, and like you said with the social media stuff that Wrexham did on the build up i thought beat him just beat him make say after the game we're glad to go through we put them out um and and that's it it were all a bit petty, weren't it, from everyone involved, really. A bit pathetic, really, let's be honest. And I know some people lap this sort of thing up and it's all in the rivalry and, oh, it's all good banter and that. But I, I, I've got to be honest, I found it all a bit embarrassing. And then I saw that tweet that obviously our, our admin had done, you know, doing the uh, back at you sort of thing with the annual screen oh, yeah, screenshot yeah. thing. I thought that's just even more petty. But I also quite enjoyed it. So yeah. <laughs> bit hypocritical. I, I, I got a bit caught up in it because like th- there were bits of it that were, you know, being in the ground again and their fans and all the flares and all the stuff and some of the song like constant like constantly like having a dig at us like, you know, all the kind of like shit Wednesdays, you you know, championship you're having a laugh, like just support your own team. Although actually the the, the one chant they had was just that Rexham, 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 Rexham. <laughs> they didn't even sing that, you know, they've got that song on the Disney series. The Oh yeah. With, yeah. With Dead, I can't even remember what the song is, but they've they've done an alright song, haven't they? That's about yeah. Deadpool and bring bring on the Deadpool or whatever. Bring on but, Deadpool. Uh, they didn't yeah, but they didn't sing that at all. But then when we did score the second and um, I I was quite pleased, and I sort of turned, and I did a bit of a bit of a bit of a gesture, a bit of an Ollie McBurney to the <laughs> uh, to the, the uh, to the uh, away fans, and I was like, you know, like uh, pissed, you know, like, like you do sometimes, you get caught up in it, don't you, a little bit? You and, do. Uh, and uh, I think I might have said Welsh something, then realised right next to me was uh, my my Welsh wife. Your Welsh wife, yeah. <laughs> you not say that you said not you, of course. Not you, love. <laughs> So, Thank yeah, you, marriage. Uh, there. Yeah. But no, uh, just I, I don't know. I think it was nice. It was nice just to kind of put them away and just yeah. And you got the classic. You've seen United now. F off home as well, which yeah, is, uh, quite, quite a likable one. That, it is a good one, that yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, through into the next round where we play uh, in the cup for Tottingham. In the cup for Tottingham, and yeah, I can't see us winning that one, but yeah. I, I might, I might actually turn up from midweek match for that one. Hypocritical of me. Should be fine. We're arcing Harry Kane. <laughs> no, it should be good. Yeah, we've got, we've got loads of games coming up. We uh, Saturday Swansea next. Uh, we're just reading fixtures out now. <laughs> Saturday Swansea <laughs> next Wednesday Middlesbrough, and then I'm off to Millwall as well. First away game for a while, and then yeah, I don't know after, so much after that. But there's, there's yeah, and then the cups coming up again. So. Uh, yeah, there's like Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Busy February. Of, could yeah, could have done without busy. another cup game, to be honest. After, 
I think we've said could, all that. I've enjoyed could, it. I'm glad we've won, but could have out. Could, could could make or break us. Um, how do you feel about kind of the 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 promotion race just quickly before we disappear? Um, I think if we beat Middlesbrough, even if we don't, if we beat Middlesbrough, we've we've done it. We've cracked it. I'm saying that I'm going on record as saying that because we'll um, we'll put some distance between them even more and it'll be a bit of a psychological blow, won't it? And then there's a lot of the top teams going to play each other. But on the other hand, we'll possibly get like one, two points from the next two games and think, oh shit, we're going to cock it up. We'll be within sort of six points of us, and yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll be bricking it. We'll see. I think, yeah, I think I, I saw some signs of there. I know it was only nationally where we kind of got back to some of that free flowing stuff and yeah. it looked a bit more, you know, a bit, a bit, a bit more creativity, like sort of shackles off a bit. I think we've got to do that in the league a little bit more and not be so worried about, oh, we just need to nick it and stuff. We're better than most teams. Just go yeah. out and, and show it. As Dozy said, score more goals and let less in. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the Atkins, <laughs> Atkins diet again. The Atkins diet, and yeah, who are we to argue with it? Dozy version. <laughs> <laughs>